Hey, what's up? This is TJ and Brittany. And this is Life with TJ and Brittany. What's up, y'all? We are back. And today we are going to talk about TJ's walk as a Christian professional athlete and then my walk as his wife and what that kind of looks like for both of us. The behind the scenes. Yes. So um, so my background is I am a, a five-time pro um, athlete. I played professional basketball, ran on a professional uh, track circuit, um, professional kickboxer, pro boxer, and pro MMA fighter. I forgot. It's a lot of them, that's I guess. Um, sometimes I forget how much I've done. So that's, that's kind of the background. Um, basketball was... Probably my first love. That's what I love the most. I'm a I'm a hooper. I'm still a hooper. You know, I still can dunk the ball. Still can get people buckets. Don't get it twisted. Every now and then, um, shout out to Mo Legacy. I have to shut up the shoes and show them that I still uh, I still got it. You know. I think sometimes they begin you. No, 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 no. I've never been beat one on one. So that's not going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, no one's outshot me. Um, that's not going to happen. I think we have some players that. Come might, close. Might disagree with you. They come close, you know. And we think it's <laughs> Division One, and I still give them what you call uh, that work. Okay. Yes, I still okay. give them that work. So, All right. um, so I went from playing uh, pro basketball, and that's where a really big transition happened in my life. Not just um, athletically, but also spiritually for me. Right. Um, I came, you know, when I was playing professional basketball, I was still running from my calling and, and not doing everything God's called me to do, and. Um, but then um, I gave my heart to Christ, and then I became a MMA fighter after that. Right. So. We talked about that on the on one of the previous episodes about you were coming home from playing professional yes. basketball. And on the plane is where you really had Absolutely. an encounter with the We'll Lord. have to share that, but that's for a different time. Yeah. Um, we shared a little bit about yeah. it. Yeah. So, so, you so know. So then why did you get into boxing and MMA? How did that progression happen from basketball or transition, I guess? Well, when I would come back, when I came back from overseas, um, you know, I had— other opportunities to continue to play. And so I wanted to stay in shape. And uh, my agent at the time, um, shout out to Scott, you know, he was like, your stock's going up. I had a, a really good year in Santiago. My numbers were very well. My percentage were very well. I was getting buckets. Don't get it twisted. Okay. It was during the NBA lockout. So we had NBA players over there. So uh, representing against um, high level. And at that time, um, I came back. He said, don't get injured. Don't get hurt. <laughs> um, don't be out there playing pickup. Um, so you decided to to so box. he said, find a, you know, find <laughs> something to keep you in shape. And so I was talking to my dad and he was talking about like helping me, like, what about swimming and what about different things like that? But then he also said, you know, because my dad boxed growing up a little bit. And he said, um, what about boxing? Boxing is something you can do just a workout. You don't got to go ahead and, and box anybody in a, in a match, but you can do the boxing workouts. And uh, so I found a gym. Yep. Um, shout out to to Fight Shop. Yeah, the original. Um, the original. Come on, <laughs> a lot of people don't know about the Fight Shop. That's where it all started. Yep. It's like a little box, and we're in there just sweating and getting it in. Shout out to uh, all the Fight Shop guys, man. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but um, I had a great mentor at the time, and I came in. I started doing boxing workouts, and and uh, Coach Jeff Hines at the time, uh, you know, he was one from this area has fought on national television, um, from some of the top fighting. Organization you can fight on. He said, "Hey man, you know how long you been doing this?" I said, "I just started. I'm kind of just kind of going. How you how you teaching me?" And he said, "Man, um, you're a natural at this. You know, you maybe you need to be doing this instead of, of playing basketball. 
And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, the money's good. I'm, I'm going to stay in basketball. And, you know, at the time, I'm looking for the NBA. That, that was my that was my goal. But I knew God was calling me to do more. Even though when I was playing pro ball overseas, I would wake up and still feel like, man, you know, I'm enjoying this. what I love to do. It's what I dreamed about as a kid. But I feel like it was more um, in my life, if that makes sense. And so um started off. And that's kind of how I got into the boxing and the MMA. MMA was on my bucket list. I always watched it. When the first one, UFC 1, came out, I watched it. And um, I just kind of fell in love with it. And here we are today. Here we are. So you kind of started boxing just to keep in shape. But then once we knew that the basketball door was closing, at least you playing ball. The basketball door has obviously never closed because we have... A basketball program, but right, right. <laughs> once you playing basketball, once that door was closing, how did that transition kind of come into you, like taking your first fight and stepping into MMA over boxing? The the basketball door, um, that was hard because yeah. it wasn't like I didn't have any opportunities. Right. You know, I had big opportunities, but I knew God was calling me to do something else, and so it was one of the things where you just kind of had to step out by faith. And and it's another story we'll share later on about a even a pastor that was praying, and he said. A, a specific location, and uh, and then my agent calls. What about a week later, or a few mm-hmm. days later, about me going to play ball in that location? And so we knew it was just confirmation for us what God was calling uh, me to do. And I just got tired of running. I just said, Lord, uh, just use me. And then even then, we're going to church, and I feel like He said, I want you to be a light in this dark world. Right. And MMA, if anybody knows, is a is a very dark place. It is, you know. And um, there's so, a lot of anger in that world there's a lot of violence a lot of people like to even if the fighters aren't necessarily looking at it as violence a lot of times the fans you know that is that kind of thing for them there's obviously alcohol and sex and drugs like it's you know as there is in a lot of the professional sports realm and a lot of pride yeah you know a lot of pride and uh the pride comes before the fall right and so you know that was something that as a um, rededicated my heart to, to Christ, get into that as an athlete, you know, I've always wanted to be at the top level. So, right. um, but we, I was praying and we knew the guy, I feel like God was saying, I'm going to catapult you to the top. And within three fights as an amateur, um, we were flying um, places and, and fighting the top fighters in, in the United States as an amateur. And, and God just continued to open doors. He opened up doors only he can open. And that right. is just the truth. I mean, I, I can't take any credit for Anything. I mean, even some of the fighters that I that I beat, you know, I went in there thinking this may not be good, but I'm gonna go give it my all, and it turned out very well for us. So, yep, absolutely. So, what do you think? A lot of people ask this question of us all the time: How can you fight <laughs> and be a Christian? How does this work? I want to hear your point of view because <laughs> people ask you probably a lot more than me. I think people. Just, oh, TJ, TJ. But then they'll probably ask you a lot more things they ask me. That makes sense. So um, as married to one and as a Christian, because we both in ministry, like, you know, how do you answer that question? Well, I think it, it, it has to do with your intent when fighting. Your intent when you're fighting is never to go in Absolutely. and hurt someone. Right. Like, it's just never I'm going to go in and 
demolish this person or cause them any physical harm. Like it is a sport. Boxing, boxing in and of itself is, you know, it's very technical. There's a lot of strategy, just like as with any other sport. MMA is the same way. Kickboxing is the same way. Um, do I think there's going to be MMA in heaven? Probably not. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there and say probably not. But I think with your intention is to be a light. Be a light in the dark world. And that is that is what we do in that in that realm. Whether it is from training, like yeah. you know, fighting happens a few times a year. You know, maybe half a dozen, a dozen times a year for yeah. people who are fighting, you know. All the time. The majority of things in the fighting realm happen at the gym. You know, they're in training camp. They're in training classes and teaching classes. And you have the opportunity to minister to people in those settings, in those opportunities. And show people who, you know, may come in to say, I want to learn how to fight. I want to learn how, you know, (laughs) they may have that pride. They may have those anger issues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You have the opportunity to minister to those people and to show them like, hey, you can do this. And still have faith in Jesus. You can do this and you don't have to do it out of anger. Like, let's deal with your, let's have Jesus deal with your anger. And then we can, you know, we can still fight and we can still use this as a discipline because it does teach discipline Mm -hmm. and it does. And, you know, as someone who used to fight in the streets, not in the cage, (laughs) how that can kind of. BC, for Christ. (laughs) For Christ, right. (laughs) It can kind of, you know, this is a much more structured yeah. disciplined and, environment. And I think it's how you look at it. You're absolutely right, babe. Like I I don't I've never went into a fight angry or mad at anybody. I've been aggravated before. Um but but I always, you know, I always pray uh this that both of me and my opponent walk in and we walk out. I pray that uh, most importantly that God gets the glory mm-hmm. and I'm a light in the dark world, you know. When I played professional basketball, even when I ran professional track, um, you know, I People are going to listen to you. When God gives you a gift of speaking mm-hmm. and, and talking, um, people are going to listen. You're always going to plant seed. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, may, it may be good seed or maybe bad seed. Right. You know, and I just remember um, being a pro- professional athlete before I was a Christian that I planted many seeds. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, it hurts my heart to, to say that all those seeds, majority of those seeds um, were bad, right. you know. And um, I remember just thinking now when I, I would be talking to my basketball team and they'd be sitting down there and eyes wide open there listening to me uh, when I was playing professionally. Even when I ran a professional track, I would sit down, I'd be talking, I'd be joking around, telling stories. And, and even the older runners would be sitting down listening and laughing. Mm-hmm. God always giving me a platform, mm-hmm. but how I used the platform was everything. So when I became a Christian and then I started fighting, I my biggest thing was um, man, use this to glorify God, and it's it's important who you connected with. Right. You know, we had great mentors, um, and then then I think you done a great job of keeping me humble. Hey, you know, you know, shooting it straight to me, and and um, so I think for me it was, it was just the, my mindset. I looked at it as a sport, not as a street fighter. I right. fought in the streets. I grew up fighting. You know, it's two totally different things. It's a referee. It's sanctioned. You know, we got blood work. We got all these different things. So it's not just a we're going out there and hauling punches and, and doing all that. It's, 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 it really is a sport. And uh, and a lot of people love that sport and they watch it. Listen, we're born fighters. We come out the womb fighting. We're, we're fighting uh, to get better we're, every day. And so um, as an athlete, like I, I love being the best. I want to be the best. But 
but not even as an athlete, as a young man, I want to be the best. I, I tell people this all the time. I just don't want to be the best runner or the best basketball player or, or the best fighter or the best boxer or best kickboxer. I want to be the best husband. I want to be the best father. I want to be the daddy of the year. I want to be, you know, like I want to be the best preacher. I want this to be the best podcast. Like I want to be the best in all that we do because that's just how we live our life. You know, do we live our life perfect? Absolutely not. But we're going to give our best in whatever that we do. And then fighting was the next thing on on the charts for us. And I say us because you've done so much um, behind the scenes, you know, um, so many people support us with the shirts and, and banners and sponsorships. So many hundreds that we can't even keep account, you know, and but I never had to worry about that stuff. You took care of all that stuff behind the scenes. Now, I want to ask you a question because um, I'm sure people ask this question or maybe they're afraid to ask you. But, you know, how is it on the outside looking in? Because I'm on the inside. Listen, I'm, right. I'm punching and getting punched. But how is it? Number one, let me, I want you to answer this question. How is it at being married to a fighter, a pro athlete? Well, it is your first fight. I'm going to take it all the way back. Your first to the Amy days. Amy. Oh Lord. MMA fight. We were back. not married yet. Right. right. Um, and it was. I was incredibly nervous. I was like, you know, nobody wants to see their person. The guy was fighting was good. He was undefeated. He had some yeah. fights before. I was doing now. Let's rewind back. My first fight. I was. It was a bucket list fight. Right. So I was fighting a guy that nobody wanted to fight. I just wanted to fight. Like, that was it. I didn't really worry about winning or losing. I just want to get in there and say that I'd done it. Yeah. So um, I think that was probably the only time I was ever really worried about a fight yeah. um, because this guy was like 4-0 or 3-0 or something like that with three knockouts or four knockouts. And uh, we just wanted to fight. Yeah. So so I was incredibly nervous at that point. Um, you know, you came out of that fight with a win and it was all good, but it was very nerve-wracking to walk in. And I was... I don't want to say I was early in my faith walk at that point. It was 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a few years in, but I definitely was not. I mean, obviously, it's it's been a lot of years since then. Mm-hmm. I've grown a lot in my prayer life and, you know, my security and faith in the Lord um, to keep you safe in those moments. And so I wasn't quite there yet. <laughs> a lot different than basketball, huh? It's totally different. <laughs> it's totally different. So over the years, I've grown and learned um, and just being secure and like, oh, okay, this is where the Lord has us. This is mm-hmm. what the Lord wants us to be doing. Um, even at events when we're, you know, we're going in and the shirts, like the shirts are fun and, you know, like people buy the shirts and support, but there's always a message. You know, there's Absolutely. always been a message um, on the shirts and it's always a faith-filled message. It's always, you know, doing our best to glorify God in those moments. Yeah. And so I think as we grew in that and as we grew in the security of like, okay, we know that this is where the Lord has us right now. So I fully trust in the Lord that he's going to keep you through this. And so, you know, it just grew and developed over the years. My prayer life grew and developed over the years. And so I spent a lot of time obviously praying for you in training camp and leading up to the fights. I pray for God to be glorified, for your pride not to step in, for mm-hmm. you to stay humble. Um, but Because I'm, I'm human. Yeah, right? absolutely. Human, and especially so. when you're in darkness, Jesus calls us to be in the world and not of the world. So you're in that world, but you know, it's a constant prayer to be, make sure Lord, that I'm not becoming of this world, that Mm -hmm. I am, I'm in the world. I'm sharing your, your light, but I'm not of the world. Hey, did you know that we are directors of a sports ministry? 
Moe Legacy is our traveling basketball program that develops elite athletes who have a strong relationship with God through athletic training, life skill development, Bible study, and discipleship. Each spring and summer, we travel all over the Midwest, competing on national circuits, helping our players, 62 players this summer, be exposed to college coaches, while also building relationships, discipling, and teaching them about Jesus. If you'd like to help support, you can visit www.jfwc.org give and make sure you select Mo Legacy from the drop-down menu. Um, but then even in the moment, as you know, when we first walk into a venue, I'm like prayer walking, you know, all the time. <laughs> all all the the time. time. Yeah. I am, you know. It's like, it's like you put your game face on. It's like we come <laughs> right. in, all right, love you, love you, boom. Or yeah, you're walking, you're going yeah. around, you know, even Bellator. I mean, you're just kind of. Yeah, no. because I think it's important because the enemy, you know, we we have a very real enemy in this world. Um, yeah. And thank God, you know, that we we don't have to fight those battles. He's already fought those battles. But Amen. I like to join in agreement with the Lord for your <laughs> for your safety in those moments. And our prayer is always even, you know, before you fight, it's, you know, for both of your safety, for your opponent's safety, for your safety, and ultimately for God to be glorified. And I think God is glorified in a lot of those moments, even just in how you carry yourself in the ring, in the cage, where, you know, wherever you're at in those moments. Um, obviously, a lot of people, there's been a lot of opportunities for you to Absolutely. be in the cage and be a jerk. You can be a jerk fighter. There are a lot of jerk fighters out yeah. there. Um but you you don't do that. You carry yourself very well. I feel like you're always very respectful of your opponent in the cage. Um, and then even taking the opportunities to pray with them afterwards. There's been countless times, you know, that we or people, even people just in our greater circle yeah. who are coming to support you, where they're in this, they're in the stands and they're having the opportunity to talk with people and minister to people, yeah. even just through showing it's not like we're in the stands, you know proselytizing and preaching, right, you know, to people, right. but just carrying but will, out. Though. No, absolutely. <laughs> we're willing to, but it's not all about that. It's just sometimes like showing people what it's like to be a Christian in that environment and how Christians are able to do life and still have fun and still enjoy themselves, but also carry themselves, um, you know, with the grace of the Lord. So. You, you just said something that struck them to me. I, um, just being a Christian and still having fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, even us, like we're young, we're, we love having fun. We love traveling. We love being goofy, we love putting up crazy reels mm-hmm. on our Instagram. Like we love just having fun, you know. Right. Um, and I think as Christians, so many people think that when you're a Christian, you nope, the fun stops. Yeah, you can't joke, you can't kid, you can't do it's straight, straight and narrow, and, and that's it. And it's like I'm a Christian, I'm still tough. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, but we can have fun. Yeah, I know? think. I've talked with this a lot, even with our basketball players, because uh, they're, you know, they're middle school, they're high school, even college age kids that we that we talk to. I think and for me personally, I've talked about before how, you know, it took me a while to come to terms with like, what is what is OK? Like, how is the Bible outdated? Right. And the Bible's not outdated. It's just that we have to come to terms with when we become a Christian, we're not giving up all the fun things. Like, it's not like God is saying, here, give up all the fun things. It's that the things that we think are fun are not really glorifying to God. And when we do come to terms with stepping in line with God's will Mm -hmm. and giving up those things that we think are fun, He has so much more for us. Like, you know, whether it's drinking or partying or having sex or all of the things, like, 
when a lo- we've talked with a lot of young people who are like, oh, I just can't do that. Like, yeah. what am I going to do if I can't do those things? And we're like, wait, just look on the other side. God yeah. has so much more. God's plan for us is so amazing. But if we're not willing to, you know, to step into it and walk through it, we can still have fun doing what God has for us. Like it is, and so much more fun. We have so yeah. much more fun now than we did, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. It's not it's not a sacrifice to live for the Lord. He has abundant and amazing plans for all of us. And I think it's important to remember you said something earlier that we we come out of the womb fighting and we're constantly and I want to make sure that people don't think it's like we're we're constantly striving to do right. you know, it's yeah, yeah. we're not striving from a place of ourselves. It's the the Lord has already won our won battle. Like it says the enemy is a defeated foe. We just get to walk that out. Like yeah. I said, we just get to come into agreement with the Lord's victory. Yeah. He already has won the battle. Whether it's a battle that we're fighting in our life with anxiety or pride or mm-hmm. humility, or whether it's the ultimate battle in the end with Satan, he's already won it. We just get to relish in his victory, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. No, that's that's um, that's good. Can you think of any times that you've got opportunity to uh, minister? Uh, maybe it was outside of a fight, or someone asking about um, me fighting, or being a you know a wife of a fighter, or things like that. Can you think of anything? And this is I'm just throwing it at you right yeah, now. Yeah, so you are. You're kind of catching me off. You don't like here. that. I my, don't. My wife is very <laughs> like a planner and all that, but I, I just want to kind of throw that out there because I, I just want to hear. It's, it's in opportunities like these, just in conversations that we have um, every day with someone who asks, hey, what is this like? And a lot of times it comes from the Christian world. Like, hey, how can you do that? How can you, Absolutely. How can you fight? Matter of fact, we get Christian? it more from Christians than we do probably from. Yeah, because it's not understood widely by by Christians. But also, you know, in, in the non-Christian world, when they're like, hey, wait, you could, you're a Christian? Like, what does that look like? You know, like, so I think it is in, in everyday opportunities, whether it's, you know, I'm not at the gym, I'm not in training mm-hmm. with you at all. Um, but just in the opportunities that I have to engage with people, whether it is selling shirts or setting up sponsorships or, you know, scheduling things or, you know, any of that type of stuff, it's just getting to live out our life. Like I said, um, in a way that people can just see us in everyday life. We have the opportunity absolutely to minister and to share the gospel when mm-hmm. the Lord opens the door. But a lot of being a Christian is just walking out life as a Christian in front of people so people can see what it looks like. Now, two more questions and we'll wrap this thing up. Uh first question is what was the roughest fight um that you've seen? I I, I kind of got yeah, it in I'm my sure head. You do. <laughs> and uh and then tell us your thoughts because I want I want I don't want to just talk about me winning Right. And and all the good things like I I want to hear like the gritty stuff and like you know like I want to hear like the not so cool stuff that people don't, we don't talk about we don't post on social media you right. know um, and I can bring up a fight I'm sure you're gonna talk about the one in Kansas City in front of like Dana White and mm-hmm. and all that like that that was a pretty rough fight like from getting KO'd in front of that many people and the crowd was uh, was crazy like um, as a mother because my kids right. were there right. and then also as a a wife. Um, how was that like? That was tough. And that was your last fight. My last one, yes. Um, so it was it was really difficult because it was obviously it was a very large stage. It <laughs> was on national television. Dana White was there. Um our kids were there, which mm-hmm. always has made me nervous. We did not allow our kids to come for a long time. And right. mostly from my perspective, it wasn't I mean, I guess it was a little bit of protection of the kids, but it was more so like I didn't want you worrying about 
And I the would. kids. Yeah. And w- what if I get knocked out? Or what if I get hurt and the kids see it? Like that, you don't need to think about any of that while you're in the cage. You need to be able to focus. And so that was a lot of my perspective then at that time. But having the kids there and and you did get knocked out. And it was, it. I think we've discussed this since then. Mm-hmm. It looked worse from the outside than what it, was. Than what it actually was. Yeah. Because you did not get up mm-hmm. for a long time. Like what yeah. seemed like eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so from the outside, it's like, oh my gosh, what happened? You know, like, is he, is he hurt? Is he dead? <laughs> because like your toes aren't even moving. Want to see a dead body? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, so it was very nerve wracking, and I will say that was when I was like, oh, maybe the Lord is just shutting this door. Maybe we just need to go on and step out because it was really hard, and it was hard for the kids. Um, but from your perspective. From my you were not you were not out that whole time. Like no, they, the no. ref was talking to you. The ref right. would not let you get up. He wanted he me to wanted lay to still. Sure. He wanted me to hey stay yeah. still. You know where you at? And I told yeah, him you know all like of those that. types of things. So you weren't out for the whole mm-hmm. you know two minutes. But I went out That's, though. I went out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to I got give props what props do. You <laughs> yeah. know. It was um, it was a good fight. Little Isaac, he, he's he, we'll see. I mean, he's signed with the UFC now, yeah. and, and and I pray. Um, just blessings over him in his career, you know. Very mm-hmm. respectful young man, come from a great family, and uh, just shout out to him. So, yeah. so yeah. It, that one, that one was definitely difficult from from the outside perspective. Yeah. I will say there was a, the first fight. I think it was the first fight uh, for LFA on national television that you also got KO'd. If that, is that right? No, my first one I won. It was in Tulsa. Okay, yeah. So it must have been the second one. The second one when I when I. Hurt my knee on that one, I think. I think so. March, yeah. And okay. it was like, but I remember we had a conversation after that one. And it was, it was a tough loss because it was. Right. It was, I was on a winning streak. Right. UFC was watching. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so I remember that one and having a conversation with you afterwards and just saying, you know, you were kind of defeated. And, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scenes, you know, when yeah. you walk out and, you know, go backstage. And especially and, losing someone you like. And you're be- like, yeah. Shout out! I respect all my opponents. You right. know what I'm saying? But like, looking back, even in that fight, like, man, it just takes one, and like, yeah. you lose someone that's um, you're better than it. It's it's hard. Yeah, it's you hard. Know, it's but hard. that's the thing about the fighting world. And one thing I've yeah. always said: people have always asked me, you know, what, you know, what, what? How do you feel when he loses? How do you feel when this or that or the other? And I'm like, even that last time, like, that's just part of the game. That's like, the game. Yep. you don't have to be the best fighter. You just to have to be the best fighter on that day. You just yep. have to be the one that doesn't make a mistake, a mistake in that moment. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what happened on that day. But when I went backstage and I remember telling you, like, okay, like, you still got all these people out here. All yeah. these people came. Um, Could we fought came, in, in Springfield. I think it was Branson. Branson, I'm sorry. Yeah, I and think, they had brought that show yeah. for us to fight on. Yeah, and, and so uh, I remember yeah. just saying, like, hey, you know what? It's time to move on. Like, go yeah. out here and talk to these people. And, and, it was, and I remember there's a picture of you. Walking out, and it just your mm-hmm. shirt, our fight shirt that time said Jesus wins, and so that yeah. was I'm like tearing up over that because in that <laughs> moment it was like, yeah, you lost, but don't forget why you're here. Yeah, so that's good. All right, what's one of the the funnest fights or the most memorable? Memorable. M- memorable. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Whatever. Memorable. Yes, what you just said. Um, memorable. So far. Oh man. Hawaii throw, was good. Throw one at me. Oh, Hawaii was good. Bellator was good. Hawaii was good just because of the vacation. Oh, I'm not <laughs> okay I'm then. Never sad about. Forgive me getting kicked and can barely walk the next day. Oh, um, <laughs> let's talk 
about that you because know, we went hiking the next Lord. day and you were gimping the entire time. Hey, I won the fight. <laughs> Let's talk about that first. Let's get that you, you first. You won but, the uh, fight, but that was, that probably was, that was the tough. most hike, memorable hiking yeah, trip we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, it went from an MMA fight to a kick a kickboxing yes. fight, and I fought a kickboxer, and uh, you know. You got kicked? I, you know, I got kicked a lot. But so. you were out there and you still in that moment you remembered the people that came because we were we were going hiking the next day and we wanted no to matter and what. you were not uh, gonna let that experience yes. <laughs> be disappointed. So I appreciate that. You well, know? my wife is spoiled. She kinda gets what she wants. That so. was also the day that I got stuck trying to limbo under a tree. There is a video of that somewhere. So yes. I will say that was that might be the most memorable, <laughs> but not because of the fight. <laughs> it was the most memorable trip. Well, well, thank you guys. Um, we went a little bit to, uh, today, but um, man, that's just cool just to go down memory lane a yeah. little bit and think about it. And uh, and then also just hear your side and your right. version of things. And maybe we'll come back and visit some more of this later on, on down. Um, but right now, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And um, man, I hope it's a blessing to you guys. And um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think this can like walking in the being a light in a dark world can apply to anyone. So I think it's Amen. just not um, you being a pro athlete because not everybody out there is going to be a pro athlete. That's but true. you know what? How can you it's share a small the gospel? Percentage. It is a very yeah. small percentage. How can you share the gospel where you're at? Whether that's in the corporate setting, whether you know that's with your kids, if you're a stay at home mom, whether yeah. that's to your spouse, how can you be a light in the dark world? Because the world itself is dark, you know? Amen. So just think about those things. We are blessed that you guys are tuning in with us and walking through it with us. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Hopefully it was a blessing to you. If you enjoyed it, make sure you take the time to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And don't forget to recommend to your family and friends.